1: Sean Spears and Ricky Starks versus Bullet Club Gold was our first match on Rampage and I really hope somebody clued up Sean Spears before he made his recent return. Also hello my friends and welcome to Ups and Downs for All Elite Wrestling's Rampage show. I think JR called this the fastest and best 60 minutes of all of wrestling. I think he could be right you know. It's always an absolute joy and crazy. I really like the start of this, though, because Ricky and Sean did just run at Juice Robinson and Jay White. And you would do that. The bad guys have been such dicks over the last few weeks. You wouldn't put them in a headlock. You'd punch them in the face. Because Jay White is a loon, too. (laughs) He was still choking people with camera cables. As I stared off into the distance, I thought to myself, is that legal or should we be ridding the police? Because Starks wasn't into that either. He started putting the boots to Jay. Makes sense. Spears then tagged in and hit this leg drop as the sugary liquid drink started to realise, man, I'm in a bad position here. But unfortunately for the good guys, so did Jay White. And he took his knee and he planted it right into Sean's face. That looked horrible. He also threw him into the ring apron. We know the deal with that. It is the hardest part of the ring. When, yeah. Bullet Club goal took over, and I was like, well, it must be the end of the match. How the hell is anybody gonna come back from that? I then figured it out, and I was like, of course Ricky Starr's got the hot tag, and he did run wild, including this Northern Lights bomb, when he also followed up with a superplex as Sean Spears hit this big splash for two. <laughs> well, they've never teamed before, they're finding their feet. They're down there. Robinson then raked at Sean's eyes when he went for the C4, which always makes me laugh. So like, yeah, that will definitely work when Spears was busting out these awesome high five power bombs. When Ricky Starks jumped off of the Still Steps, he took out Juice Robinson, but then Jay White took him out. He turned around, he got out the C4, he hit the Blade Runner, one, two, three. And I tell you, those last 30 seconds were smooth as my head. It was the right result too, but man... Poor Sean Spears, because he has come back and his record is like lost, 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 lost. But this dude totally gets it. And it's really nice that he's gone back to his perfect 10 gimmick. Just makes me feel warm and fuzzy in my tum tum. Also, I'm very excited about Ricky Starks versus Jay White, which we will do at the pay-per-view, I'm giving it an up. And then, <laughs> oh my gosh, because we were in the back with the Hardy Boys' as hook. As Matt Hardy told us, the firm <laughs> has kidnapped Isaiah Cassidy. I was so damn excited. We then cut to Ethan Page and this slot on the video screen. And Big Bill had Isaiah Cassidy, and they're on some kind of platform. And they're like, listen, if you do not tell us the details about the final deletion, we're gonna kill him. So I had to get my phone out again. Who isn't ringing the police? Hardy was then all like, alright, I'll tell you, we'll do it next week. So I was so damn excited because I want to see this match. And you already know what the biggest of builds did. He is a massive blue dickhead. So he did it anyway. So that's it. Cassidy can't be alive anymore. He got thrown off a high space onto some concrete. What even is wrestling? Cook also wanted the last words so he promised to delete the firm at the final deletion. And honestly, it's happening in seven days. I trust in Matt Hardy. And everybody we've got together here totally gets it because they're all a bunch of idiots. And I mean that as a massive compliment. This could be my most anticipated wrestling thing for the week. And there is so much good going on. I am giving it enough. up. then, Rose and Keith Lee were then teaming up again. And yeah, look, they are a very good pairing. They were facing Brady Pierce and Charlie James, so you already know the deal. It only went two minutes. Keith threw them around like they were children as he slowly turns into Santa Claus, which I like very much. Dustin Rose continues to just defy physics as he moves better and better. When Keith hit his big old power bomb thingamajig. And he got the one, two, three. three. First Strickland and his moguls came out afterwards and they look awesome in this new guise of the group. And I am still excited about that match, which I'll talk about in just one second. But yeah, you could have Dustin Rhodes and Keith Lee go after the tag team champions at some point and it would work. They have something so up. But I'm going to keep doing this until we eventually get there. The Keith Lee-Swerve-Strickland feud has just got so long. And I've told you before, I could die tomorrow. And my dying thought will be, I can't believe I didn't see that match, even though we first started teasing it in 1976. So yeah, I am going to give it a down. But you'll see why soon. We will get to double or nothing. We will do it. And it will be absolutely excellent because Swerve-Strickland and Keith Lee are absolutely excellent. Lexi Nair was then interviewing Sammy Guevara when his wife Ty Mello found him. I thought this was really good. He was all like, listen, Sam, you are my life partner and I do love you. But what the flub are you doing with MJF? He ain't your friend. He ain't your pal. He ain't your buddy. You've always wanted to be the AEW world champion. So stop being a goober and get back on track. This really was a welcome surprise. And Ty did a great job because it made all the sense in the world and showed that somebody else has been watching the TV program. We're not just walking around like zombies. So there was just something very logical about it. And yeah, it kind of made their relationship more interesting. So much so, I'm giving it an up, more of this. When Ashley De amboise was on Rampage, and this is why it's so cool to watch things like ROH TV, She's evolving and she's getting promoted. She was facing Anna J.A.S. though, so she had absolutely no chance. But this also ties in because Anna has been popping up on Rampage over the last few weeks. And as she has been doing for the last few years, she just keeps getting better and better. And this is why I love this one hour Friday night show. Okay, fine. Not all these people are going to be massive ratings draws. But I'm a wrestling nerd and I really like seeing people progress. Right now, people progressing all over the place. Eventually, she locked in the Queen Slayer and got the tap out victory. And this was basically a squash match. But it's when Julia Hart teleported in, they got into it, they brawled to the back. So we're going to continue on this feud too. And I know I'm going to sound like Bill Murray here in Groundhog Day. Once again, everybody here is just going to benefit. This is the stuff that I need. Not everything has to be main event level madness. Giving it an up. And the outcasts were here next. They just really hate Britt Baker and Jamie Hater, but they also hate Willow Nightingale. So it is going to be Soraya versus Willow on Dynamite. While I don't think this is going to happen... Nightingale really needs a big win soon, so let's tense everything, look a little bit strange, and try and rule it into existence. Hopefully it worked. We then had another squash match. What is going on? Because it was Cameron Stewart, Rising and some other guy who didn't even get mentioned taking on the Acclaimed and Daddy Ass. And also, while we are here, I only just realized that the guy taking on Wardlow on Dynamite was Ariel Levy, and that dude absolutely rocks. So if you do have five minutes today, go and Google his name, and you will be pleasantly surprised. Sorry to that guy too, I absolutely would have mentioned it on Wednesday, but as we know, I'm a moron. Otherwise though, I think Max Caster's rap was longer than this match, because Daddy Ass hit the famous, sir. then we got the Arrival, then we got the Mic Drop, One, two, three. <laughs> Can't get mad at this, I love the Acclaimed, obviously, this isn't me Daddy Ass. I do think they need and deserve more, though, because ever since they lost the tag team titles, they've kind of just been treading water. And really, we need to get them back into the tag team title picture scene as quickly as we can, because they just embrace this opportunity so damn much. And they're selling merchandise and they're proper ratings movers. So let's just ensure they don't lose some momentum. So I am going to give it just a little bit of a down. But that's just to light the fires. Once again, what I'm doing here. Try to manifest things into existence. We have gold with the acclaimed. Let's push it to the moon. Which is when we then learned, I think on the May 10th Dynamite, we are getting John Moxley versus Kenny Omega in a steel cage. What? Now, this was so damn good, I started giving noises, like, whoa, 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 like some kind of camel giving birth. And straight away on the internet, I saw people say, well, there's no sense for this. Why are AEW doing it? One, shut up. I don't want this to go anywhere. But also, two, are you kidding me? Have you not been watching the TV? It makes all the sense in the world. They've been stabbing each other with screwdrivers. And I'm so damn hyped for this. Finger of power, give it up. Which brought us to our main event, which was just very smart, good old school booking storytelling. I ain't got no problem with that at all. It was also Jay Lethal taking on Cash Wheeler to play off the fact that we saw Jeff Jarrett versus Dax Harwood on Dynamite. And of course, Jay Lethal won. So I guess now the bad guys get a tag team title match. Yes. It was also just really nice to see Cash in a singles match because like his partner, he's just so damn good at wrestling. We know the deal with Lethal, he's been doing it for years. They had this great bit too where they kind of squabbled over Jeff Jarrett's strut, which is always going to get me going for obvious reasons, which did sound very weird, when Jay decided to focus on Cash's ribs. So I was like, well, maybe he's taken his name literally and he thinks there's gold in there. This went as far as the abdominal stretch, which of course does stretch your abdominals, when Sonjay Dutt was trying to cast Distraction, which he did do a few days ago. But because Mark Briscoe had also come out here, he was like, listen, you absolute moron, get down from there. Otherwise, I'm going to spank you. Wheeler then went for the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, but he only got a two. So Jay Lethal went back to his ribs when he tried to hit the elbow, but Wheeler got his knees up where he just hit this massive slam thingamajiggy. I was like, oh man, this is really good. He was then going to go for the pole driver, but Jay was able to hit the lethal combination instead. But when he went for the lethal injection, Cash wanted none of that. So he hit a gory bomb. That was it. I stood up and I started to clap. That was then back in the ring. So I was like, referee, why are not you stopping this? You knew what he was doing was going to do. Briscoe was still trying to calm it down, but because there was so much fracas, everybody was being pushed into everybody else. Cash Wheeler was kind of stood there like shrug emoji when he did get hit with the lethal injection. One, two, three... These absolute morons have done it. So they are a bunch of scoundrels. But as I keep saying, of course, it makes sense. It is not two plus two equals potato because now Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lee can be uh, excuse me, Mr. Tony Khan. We just beat the tag team champions and you can do the tag title match on TV or you can do it a double or nothing. Of course, FTR will win. It's just another victory for them. And then they can go do whatever they are going to do, which may very well be the Saturday show with CM Punk. We are in for some crazy times, my friends. Which brought us to the end of another episode of Rampage and I am just going to give it an up because everyone just focus on the ratings here. I ain't worried about the ratings. I'm worried about my feelings. This is just a damn entertaining show. Also, please do make sure you check out Smackdown Ups and Downs where we go through the WWE draft and there's some crazy stuff in that. Check out other videos as well. Like the video, share the video and subscribe. Plus, come say hello on social media at WhatCultureWWE and sign 316. Just have a good day. That's all I want from you. I want you to have a lovely day. I want you to smile and look at the sun and go, man, it feels good to be alive. It's a nice old feeling, Matt. See you soon.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus,